Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you Inky Savages are joining me for another episode of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. We're at episode number 112. No sponsorships right now. This is serious talk. The first 20 minutes of this episode might be a little bit heavy for people. Now, typically, I want people to come here and enjoy themselves and forget about problems in life. But we have to talk about Banu and what's going on with Banu and the future of Banu. And this is information that I have gotten that not everybody was particularly privy to. As a matter of fact, information that hasn't been made public until this episode of the podcast. So we're going to talk a little bit about Banu and the future of Banu and how Banu as a brand is dealing with the situation overseas. And Luxury Brands of America wants you to know that everything that we talk about is completely genuine and truthful. And I think that it's actually important for people to understand what's going on. So just be forewarned that that is what we're talking about for the first 20 minutes. We're not having a political discussion. We're not trying to change opinions. We're not trying to mold opinions. We're just going to give you information that was given to us because we think it's imperative that you understand it and know it. And it's strictly and narrowly related to the fountain pen industry. After the 20 minutes that we talk about the Banu brand, it's all a crapshoot. It's our typical, usual craziness. So before we get started with this week's episode before we get started with this week's episodes of the podcast, this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So be forewarned, you have been warned. Now on the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage Savage. Okay, so the topic of today's discussion is actually pre-prepared, but we're gonna touch on this just a little bit and then we're gonna move on. So, you need to tell me that we actually have an agenda behind this podcast. Yes, we actually do. But before we do that, the intro is different. So we're going to have to cover the sponsorships right now. We're going to do it together because part of the sponsorships is why is the agenda that we have to talk about. So for everybody listening, you probably are wondering, why was the intro so short? Well, because we're not going to do our regular sponsorship intro. We're going to do the sponsorships together. Tom has no idea what's going on. So... Before we yeah, get I'm started. Yeah, I'm just kind of like yeah. staring blankly at yeah, you. I'm just like, what are we talking about? But sponsors for this week's episode of the Pendertainment Podcast, episode number, what is it, 112. Don't forget to do all your fountain pen and stationery needs shopping over at our good friends at goldspot.com. And be sure to use coupon code ROY at checkout for an additional savings on all products on the Goldspot websites with some exclusions. Okay. I knew applying. that. I knew that. Right. So I knew. I know all this. Yes. Right. He knows all this, but the listeners may not. <laughs> so again, go to goldspot.com and check out all your favorite fountain pen accessories, products, inks, notebooks, pads, whatever it is that you have in your mind to buy. And please spend generously at goldspot.com and make sure you use coupon code Roy at checkout. All right. The next sponsorship read is not actually a read, but it's a message that comes from our good friends over at Luxury Brands of America. Now, this is important, and this I'm going to give everybody a heads up right now. If... The whole situation, now I'm not going to touch on politics or the political situation or opinions of anything going on overseas, but if anything's going on overseas, you're going to have to stop listening. If anything's going on that's bothering you overseas and you can't tolerate listening to it, this is a message from Banu, and it's a message from our good friends over at Gold, uh, sorry, Luxury Brands of America. Just stop listening. 
I'm not, but I am not going to give opinions. I'm not going to be argumentative or anything like that. But I just want to talk about what Benu is going through because I have some inside information that I think Tom may not even have. Okay, so are you at liberty to discuss uh, such information? I hope so. Just, just making sure. Maybe I don't know. Yes. So anyway, listen. So Benu Pens, as everybody knows, is a Russian brand that is based out of Russia, right? So what happened is recently on Instagram, Luxury Brands of America announced that the Benu brand is effective immediately, actually in two days from now, moving to, where is it? Albania? Is that right? Uh, Armenia. Armenia. I'm sorry. God, I'm that's i hope nobody was offended by that i'm just not good with names oh my 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 bro you are so worldly yeah so they're going to armenia and the reason why is so many reasons one because they don't want to be in the region of russia even though they're russian and they're a russian brand because they do not support the invasion on ukraine they do not support it so much that the owners kate and Alex, Alex specifically, decided that he wanted to go ahead and protest the, w- the war that Russia is waging on the Ukraine. While in Russia, he decided to protest. And he got his ass locked up by Russian police. It wasn't fun. Being locked up is never fun. Being locked up in Russia is probably just much worse than, than what we can imagine. So his partner in the business, Kate, she went through hell and busted her ass and got him out recently. So once they got out, they're like, fuck this. We got to get the hell out of here. So they're moving to the region of, I already forgot the name, man. Armenia. Armenia. I keep wanting to say, anyway. So they're going to Armenia. And it's more than just, holy cow, it's not safe here. We're afraid for our lives. It's more than just that. One of the biggest things that was going on in terms of discussion with the Banu brand and the distributor Luxury Brands of America and their U.S. partners was they don't want their monies that they're receiving to be confiscated in part or in whole by the Russian government for the war effort. So basically what Banu told everybody that owes Banu money was don't send us money. Because if you do, it might get caught up by the Russian government. What they said was, hold on to whatever money you owe us until we are fully established and away from Russia. So they're doing this mm-hmm. not to support the war effort in Russia. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that may have had hostile feelings towards Banu, I'm not telling you how you should think. I'm not telling you what you should feel. And I'm not saying you should change your opinions based on anything other than what you know. And I'm just telling you that this is information that I know that most people may not have privy inf- have been privy to. Yeah. So I discovered yeah. all this information probably before anybody else did. Right? So Well, that's now published uh, publicly on the luxury brands right. but website. But the whole whole him whole Alex getting locked up thing over protesting for against the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I don't think anybody knew about that. And this happened. I knew about this about a week, two weeks ago. Meanwhile, 
while he was getting locked up and protesting the war in Russia, people were shitting all over Banu for being a Russian brand. And meanwhile, while this guy Alex was protesting the war on Ukraine by Russia, people were shitting all over Penultimate Dave for doing a pen review on a Banu pen while all this was going on. So I don't entirely think that that was right. I understand why people were doing that. But understanding why people do things doesn't make what they do excusable. Mm. But well, especially given more information, which I think is what it really people needed to understand is that, you know, it, like regardless of what I mean, like there, there's a, of course your country has its leadership and uh, and they could be making moves that are counter to the best interests of the whole. And of course, no leader is going to be followed and loved by all. But at the same time, it's like when you have a a leader that just is doing something, you know, in, in such a way that would put people at, 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 you know, at very dire opposing odds with you. It's like, people are like, no, this war is not good. And this, and it needs to stop right now. And then the fact that, um, you know, like you don't know which side that people fall on, especially if you have a business. I've seen a lot of people on Instagram, TikTok or whatever. I've seen a lot of like liquor stores, especially Mm -hmm. they, they would be pouring out their Russian vodka. They'd be like throwing it out. They'd have like, well, like listen, photos listen, I don't of... I don't know about the business or anything about any other Russian company or Russian brands in America or anything mm-hmm. like that. All I am talking about is specific and narrowly related to Banu. And in Banu's mm-hmm. case, the owners of Banu are fervently and vehemently against I, yeah. I learned that word vehemently today. It's anyway, through that post. Through yeah. that post yeah. vehemently. And then I saw a comment that actually said, Who else looked up the word vehemently? And I was sitting there yeah. like looking around my own office room, like, not me. Fuck. <laughs> I had to Google it too. <laughs> I'm gonna go Google it right now. So anyway, no, yeah. they're fervently against the war effort of Russia. But I think and, I think that was and, like kind of like my point that I was trying to come to when it came to like talking about the you know, like the the different you know vodka people getting you know tossed at work. Anybody that was essentially being canceled because they were a Russian company, and it's just that you don't know until like the the company itself, like Benu, had to step forward and and you know it couldn't be si- silence's complicitness in this in this regard. Like so, if they said nothing, did nothing about it, they would be lumped in with you know that this was something that they were allowing to that they would that they were okay with but no they came out in full force to basically say this is not this is not who we are this is not something in alignment with what we believe in right and this is something that definitely is going to hurt the business and hurt our you know themselves as people going forward they needed to get out from under it how many people do you know right just dropped everything got up and left like literally just picked picked up everything that they could and just left, right? That costs money. Meanwhile, they're telling... Oh, it's such a difficult decision. Oh, 100%. And then at the same time, they're telling people that owe them money, don't send us money because there may be the threat that it might be confiscated and go towards the war effort for Russia against Ukraine. So they, Mm -hmm. they wanted to make sure, and luxury brands and all the retailers in the U.S., 
they want to make sure that business dealings with Banu isn't in any way going to support further violence overseas. So Banu, they made, they've taken major steps and they've done, they've taken big steps. Huge. 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 To Life-changing. Ensure, right. Yeah. To ensure that if we buy Banu pens, not even one cent of that money is going to end up, you know, funding a Russian gun. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I talked to Bryce today about at length. And mm. if you could be in the shoes of these people, Kate and Alex, over the last couple of weeks, it would it would be a tumultuous couple of weeks, right? And I think that just, and like I said, I'm only speaking about Banu. I know there are much worse elements when it comes to this whole thing, but I'm only talking about that, which is fountain pen related, because this is a fountain pen podcast. These guys have picked up all their shit and they move their ass and they're moving their ass over to Armenia. Right? Yes. Yes. You got it. (laughs) And they're making sure that they're not in any way going to cause harm to anybody. So I find that commendable. And that's information that is true. I'm just giving it to you guys. Do with it what you will. And that's all I have to say about that. So that was I just the... I just really hope that I mean I I know they're saying that they're relocating or relocates and I just really hope that they could get it out there before, you know, like that they're allowed to get out there, that they're allowed to you know, yeah, because just just the way that you know, with with the jailing and stuff like that, that uh, you know, I know that they're not too fond of of just letting people go about doing their thing. So my also concern is this: I honestly think that the announcement was premature. Because my concern for these guys, the guy and gal, Kate and Alex, is if this information is posted on Instagram as of this afternoon. And right. that got that information got into the I guess wrong hands. Wrong hands. Yeah. You know, it could it could really be a situation where they circumvent okay. that move. You know, so I'm actually concerned. Yeah, about they it. could get blocked because they their their intentions are out there. Uh, however, though, I do know that with the I think pretty sure Russia had blocked uh, I think Instagram and Twitter like they blocked some major social media sites like from being used in Russia because they didn't want. There any influence of of people saying it's like oh you know they're getting on the social media actually learning anything that's counter to what the propaganda the state run propaganda is trying to tell them right so. right so my my whole point was this is a message from luxury brands of America this is probably the longest message from luxury brands that we've ever had and well this is less of a promotion and more of like a public service announcement we'll say that i guess you know that's 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 why i have you around tom because you know, <laughs> i'm glad to be part of the advertisement read <laughs> you said advertisement yeah you know I the did. only other time i heard the word said the, ad, the word advertisement heard <laughs> as advertisement was when i was like like 15 years ago when 12 monkeys with bruce willis first came out <laughs> did you ever see that movie 12 monkeys with bruce willis yeah it's been a long time yeah what a great movie but do you see that do you remember that scene what was the what was the pretty brunette lady's name in that movie? I can't remember her name. Uh, come on, type type twelve monkeys. 
But anyway, there was a scene. IMDb.com. Yeah, there was a scene where Bruce Willis's character, like, he goes back into the past and the television turns on and it's an advertisement, right? And he thinks the television's talking to him and then the female actress is like, no, it's not talking to you. It's an advertisement. Who else says the word advertisement? Madeline Stowe? Madeline Stowe. Yes, gorgeous. Anyway, yeah, she was like, it's an advertisement. And I was like, what the fuck is an advertisement? And then I'm like, oh, she means advertisement. And mm-hmm. and then now, like, what, however, when did that movie come out since you just have the page up? It's uh, 1995. 1995. So this many years ago was the last time I heard the word advertisement. And <laughs> now I heard the word advertisement yet again. Man. Yeah. It was almost a solid 30 since that time. <laughs> almost, almost. So did you do that on purpose? I, I kind of do. Like the same thing as I do with uh, lever, you know, or lever, whatever. <laughs> you know, sometimes I prefer switching it up a little bit just to see if I could get one by you. Yeah. Right. No, no, you're not going to get a single one by me. If I don't recognize the word, I'm totally going to call it out. But so yeah, anyway, but I'm glad I'm I just I just want to say, like, I, I'm glad I'm I'm fear. I'm a bit fearful. I think a lot of people have have lots of reservations about doing, uh, you know, like really. Well, What's with the glasses? They're blue light glasses. I'm They're blue light glasses. Yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden, as I'm talking, you put on glasses. You're really throwing me for a loop here. So, all right, go ahead. Keep um, talking. So you're you're. No, afraid. but I was uh, I was gonna say um you know I, I'm 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 very I'm very like I'm I'm really gonna hope that the move will not only you know that that Bennu will survive from this and that you know people will understand that they're you know that they're not that they're not in the same boat you know that they're that like it's not a company that like you know you could just say oh i'm gonna boycott them or what like not that i'm saying like to do one thing or the other um because like it's totally up to you if you feel that that's not your game that's not what you want to do that's that's not the support that you want to throw behind it because they were what they were whatever whatever but i'm just saying like i think these are steps in the right direction for them i think to help their company and to help the people that run their company like you know in the long term Mm -hmm. and uh and and you know i i I appreciate the as i mean it's not just like a kind of a virtue signaling sort of like oh you know the peace uh, peace for ukraine or whatever it's like they are taking some pretty major life altering steps to you know disassociate themselves from russia right and, and it's it's not you just think about picking up and having to leave and just being like you know out of here uh, that's 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 major right there yeah so. and also it's not it's not like the guy their intentions are like hey russia's doing some some shit that's bad so we don't want our business to be affected let's get up and out of here no that's not why they're doing it well, not, did you hear my watch beep? It's so loud. That's not why they're doing it. No. They're doing it because they really don't believe in what's happening in Russia. As a matter of fact, and like I said before, Alex went and got his ass locked up over it by protesting. You know, he put himself in real life danger because he's that against yeah. it. And and I just hope that they're able to, you know, get out from under this like right. in so, time before 100%. things really get bad. So before before anything else, I hope that they can safely make it out. And then after that, you know, the truth is, and here's a sad truth: uh, 
an entire brand picking up and leaving like that, leaving its entire infrastructure and just picking up and going somewhere else, they may not survive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the business may not survive. All their factory, everything they do is they're leaving it. They got to reestablish everything. So once they land wherever it is in Armenia that they land, they may not survive. Like this might be the end of Banu. And that's that. that's with the best case scenario of all of us, pen enthusiasts and stuff like that, supporting their brand, right? In the event mm-hmm. that people are not, you know, in the future don't want to support the brand anymore because their beliefs or sometimes people just don't don't want to support something in the face of facts. You know what I mean? And that's that's their choice. That's their right. But Banu might be a thing of the past. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. When Banu pens first came out, I'm like, what the fuck are those things? They're like <laughs> Christmas trees in a pen. What the fuck? You know? And I was like, Man. they're not gonna, they're not gonna make it. But then they went on for a couple of years, and they're actually doing really well. So I mean, listen, I wish them the best. I hope that they make it. I hope that they, you know, listen. I hope a lot of things, but like I said, narrowly and specifically referring to the fountain pen industry, I hope that they make it. I hope that the their business makes it. First of all, like I said, I hope that they're safe and they get to wherever they're going. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pulled out my. Do you remember what this one is called? Is that the Supreme? Or yes, no? yes, yes. It's the best. It looks like a green with like speckles. The reason I bought this one is because I remember in 2020, April, when I found out that Lady VG passed. Still hurts me to this day. I remember looking through her posts, and one of her like first posts was a limited edition that looked just like this. So I bought it just to kind of, it made me think of her, you know, Mm -hmm. not my favorite pen at all, but I just, I just got it for that, for that reason. Didn't, I I think I made like a quick video about it, you know, and I only got it just because, because I was really sad that Lady VG, you know, left us so suddenly. But anyway, enough sadness. All right. I want to tell you about my adventures of studying. Okay. Okay. What's the update for studying this week? Have you driven yourself crazy yet? <laughs> oh, I, first of all, I've been done driven myself crazy. I, I just already. But Bryce sent me a platinum Kyrados. And have you okay. have you received the recent Kyrodoses or have you messed around with them? Have I messed around with them? No, can't say that I've I've messed around with them recently. So okay. So no. the reason why is because some modifi- modifications. On the Platinum Kyrados have been made, and they are positive ones at that. So I remember when you did a video on it, you kind of tore into it. You you were like, this thing is stupid, right? So I was trying to be as honest but yet objective as possible. (laughs) But just warning folks what they could possibly expect from such a pen. So it's like when you take the pen apart, the spring could possibly go flying. The spring's gone. Mm -hmm. Pen's useless, right? So, yeah, the spring itself was kind of a weak spring. Right. It just seemed like you, you just squeeze that spring just a little bit too much and it's lost its springiness. Right. So they've made modifications to that. So the spring can't get okay. lost. It stays on. Right. Okay. So there's that. There's some other things that they did, which I'm not really sure. Bryce just told me that they made a lot of modifications okay. to make it improved. And I would really, I don't have an old version to compare it to. Okay. But 
How old does it have to be? Because I could go looking to see if we've got anything that's older. I don't know. Do you still have the pen that you threw up on that YouTube video? On no, Goldspot? that was a that was like a photography sample. That was like long gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could I? I could check when I get to the office to see what is available. But mm. um, when did they make the changes? Do you know? I, you know what? I don't know. And when I you spoke, know more than I do right now. What's I, that's about that's, many things. That's typical. When, when it, <laughs> But that's typical when it comes to like useless, unimportant shit and keto and fish keeping. So, <laughs> but here it is. It's stuff that's supposed to be related to my job, and you know more than me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I call Bryce and I harass him every single day of his life. Yeah. You know right. what? You go. You go work for me for a week. You go. You go do. You could stand in. You could be like one of those takeovers. Like you could take over my job, and I'll just go on vacation and tend to fish. We gotta. Well, no. Whose fish are you going to be tending to? You're not. I'm going to tend to your fish. No, I'm gonna go tend to you. <laughs> no, I don't trust you. I don't trust you to tend to my fish. No, I don't know if you're going to do a good job. You see my tank back mm. there? Yeah, yeah, it's teeming with life right it's now. Teeming with life. Yes. Who do you think you are, Thanos? Thanos said, <laughs> "Teeming with life." <laughs> Let me say that you know, after watching Endgame, of uh, uh, for like I think the second or third time. I realized something. What's Thanos' logic is critically flawed. Uh, yeah, he wants to get rid flawed. of half of all living creatures in the U. In the in because the universe. even even in the case where he succeeds, he will ultimately fail. Why? Because if you eliminate half of life, you've still left half of the other life available to then produce the other half of life that went missing. It still will grow to the proportion that it was before. It just will take more time to get there, but it'll get back to the original form that he had such displeasure towards. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but it would take a really long time or a. Massive... It would take a while, but like, yeah, look but... at look at the human population explosion in the last two hundred years. Yeah, and tell me, and tell me, you we couldn't. We couldn't, like, get back to population levels if, like, half of us, like, disappeared. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I mean, it would have to be a massive fuck fest, and everybody has to just, like... You wouldn't even have to. You wouldn't have to. I mean, It would just be naturally in, like, 100 years, we'd be back up to full amount of human I I don't think think so. (laughs) I think it would take longer than 100 years. I mean, listen, we're not cats. Did you know in seven years, one cat can produce, like, 300,000 cats? Like in a family but look, tree. But look at look at like you know look at where we were at the beginning of the 20th century when our like our generations like their the the grandparents that we like grandparents and other great grandparents we used to have would have like seven eight kids mm-hmm. or they would be like my my grandfather was a set of twins and mm-hmm. there were thirteen of them like there were thirteen kids total mm-hmm. it's just like. That's just how it was back, but it's not like that now. I mean, you know, there's some of them that that do that, of course, but not all. But that's where it will be. Yeah. And if you get rid of half of everybody, people are gonna just fill up that other half, and then and then he would be at the same situation. I'd be sitting there on that planet resort, you know, just sitting there like in his little hut and everything, and the Infinity Gauntlets burnt out. He destroyed the stones and everything, and he'd be like. After you know, because he what is he's a titan, so he could live like a long time, right? Can right. he live like hundreds Th- of years? Thousands. So, so, so let's say let's say in another couple hundred years, he realized, oh shit, I, I the the population got fooled up again, mm-hmm. and here I am back at the same problem. I have to eliminate half of the everything that's living. 
you know all right it was it was flawed logic on his part right he I wouldn't mean, have he wouldn't have succeeded even if he succeeded i wasn't for thanos to begin with anyway so i'll go with no. you on i'll i'll go with you on that one <laughs> so did you watch the eternals so the eternals they talk about how thanos's blip just slowed down their plan but not enough for them to even care so but anyway oh i didn't see that movie no you got to see it get it. you got to see it good movie yeah yeah there's a girl in it named gemma chan she's she's really really hot and okay. she i like her character she starts off very like soft and quiet but she goes through the journey she's actually a very critical character and that you got to watch it it's a good movie i think a lot of you know if think. if there were like a roy a pen boy roy movie review like like section of imdb mm-hmm. i could foresee that there would be an overall rating of the movie and then there would be like a separate rating of like how hot the female actresses would be <laughs> that's not true Maybe. yes it would yes it would be sexist <laughs> <laughs> that's not the definition of sexist but anyway i, I feel I like to... i feel like if you rewind if you rewound all of the podcasts and you would be like anytime that you mention a movie it's usually the female lead that just comes right out afterwards and like how hot that female lead was i have uh I don't know if I can, I cannot, I can't remember that. I don't know if that's true or not, but listen, like Elizabeth Hurley is, is super attractive and I'm not afraid to admit it. She's like 56. She's still super attractive, but I want to talk about something. Can I talk about something about this? Sure. This is a little case I have. So I use it for studying and inside, it looks like a giant emery board. Yeah, it's not. It's a little case that holds oh. holds this little device here. This little device is called the Apple Pencil, first generation. Okay. But here's a funny first thing. First of all, how dare you? Right. No, but listen to this. You're gonna this is gonna drive you nuts. So the tip, the stylus point that touches the screen and writes, it unscrews, okay. right? Right. And this little piece is essential because without it you can't write. And you know what they call this piece? The little tip of the Apple Pencil? They call it the nib. I feel like I need uh, to write an, a, a letter, a strongly worded it's, letter. It's letter. disrespectful. Yeah, I really feel like someone needs to go to, like, Apple with, like, a number six sized Yovo nib, right? And be like, excuse me, that's not a nib. They, no, they you gotta, call this a nib? No, they got to go all crocodile Dundee on the motherfuckers. Yeah. That's not a nib. <laughs> At least he's a nib. You know what I mean? And they need to show them – Show them a real no, bring nib. bring in Namiki Emperor. That that's what you would do. You yes. bring a number fifty size <laughs> Namiki Emperor. You call that a nib. This is a nib. That's not a nib. This is a nib. But yeah, they actually call it a nib. And the moment I heard that, I was like so grotesquely offended. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? We need. I need to. You know what we need to do? We need to do that Joe's versus Pros thing, where we get them in a boxing ring. And, you know, I'm and I'll be on the sidelines. I'll be the, the no, color gonna, commentary guy. Just they you got, know. they got to we got to do it so it's fun. You get to you get to fight the guy at Apple who decided to call the Apple pencil point the nib. You get you get to do that. I'll coach you because my shoulder. I can't I can't I can't do it. You have to do it. No, it's a tag team. It's like total like wwe tag team sort of thing i want to do i want to do like the rick flair like woo, woo. <laughs> that was wcw rick flair right wasn't he from wcw uh yeah but then they like they all made their way between each other at some point or another so yeah 
So, yeah. I mean, so I'm, those glasses that you were talking about earlier that I put on just to distract you just because I thought it was fun because <laughs> you've never seen me wear glasses ever. So, yeah, you just decided to pick up these glasses, and I, I saw that they had the yellow. I, I knew what you were doing, right? but it's just it I'm actually, just like, why are you doing it? It actually worked. So, no, I got these glasses. They look. You know what I like about them? They look like the Edith glasses from Spider-Man Far From Home, or was mm-hmm. it Homecoming? No, Far From Home, the one where he goes away after Tony Stark dies, after Iron Man dies, and he leaves him like the Edith glasses. I feel like putting these on and being like, Edith, you know, turn on some porn. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so, so these glasses, I got the, the only reason I got them, and I think you probably read the emails. I read the emails. It's a blue light glasses. So basically mm-hmm. what it does is it filters out blue lights from the screens, right? Mm-hmm. So the blue light actually kind of triggers your brain to stay awake, right? It's why people are able to wake up during the daytime so it triggers the body to wake up. It stops melatonin. Messes with your circadian rhythm. Yeah, it stops melatonin production. So, mm-hmm. and it also reduces eye strain, which I'm having problems with my left eye and these massive floaters and stuff like that. And I did go to the doctor and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm lucky that there's no like retinal tearing or anything like that. It's just, they're just saying like, it's just. You're, you're, it is what it is. They'll dissolve, but it hasn't dissolved. It's, you know, it's freaking me out, but it's really distracting. It's like, it's like every, like you think a ghost is moving in the left of your, left of your peripheral vision every time it floats by, you know, and I see it. It's like, Mm -hmm. it looks like a huge dark mass, kind of like the ghosts from the movie Ghosts with Patrick Swayze. Remember at the end when, uh, I think with a bad guy, remember he got like, these, these shadows reached up and pulled them to hell. They're like, <laughs> and then they grab them and like they pull them into the distance. That's what it looks like from the left. So it freaks me out, especially when, especially when you stay up late because of work, and then you're mm-hmm. up like ten hours past normal time, and everything freaks. Like a creak happens, and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" Right. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then, then out of the start, way, things start to you start to get your mind plays tricks on you. Yeah, like that. And then, like yeah. floaters, the shape of a fucking huge dick floats across my eyeball. It's like, ah, what the fuck was that? You know, I did. So you didn't tell me that you have floaters in the shapes of dicks floating <laughs> past your eye. <laughs> well, you know, ten hours. That's even more terrifying ten, than I ten, thought, originally yeah, thought. Ten hours into not sleeping, uh, you know, thirty-six hours into your like all-nighter, yeah. Everything looks looks freaky to you. So. Or it's like it's like clouds. It's like the shape of clouds. It could be anything, but for some reason you equate them as to being shapes of dicks floating across your field of vision. Just you know, I was speaking euphemistically, but is that the right <laughs> word? I, I actually just realized I don't know what I'm saying when I say euphemistically. But <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so for note taking, I'm actually going to use the platinum curados. I think that the platinum curados. Do you remember that little thin at the bottom of the grip section that you're like, why did they put this there? The little goatee? Yeah. The little goatee well, that, thing? Yeah. That's there because of the click mechanism. What, here's yeah. what I don't like a plat- about the Platinum Curados is the clicking mechanism compared to the plat- uh, the pilot vanishing point. Mm-hmm. It's like It's like really long. It's not a quick click. It's like an inch and a half like click it takes a while so it's like 
if you're going to like write, sit down and write, you need to consider travel time for that click to initiate. <laughs> like if you, if you only have 40 minutes to write, realize five minutes of that 40 minutes is going to be you just in activating the click on how long <laughs> the platinum Kyrgios is. No, but it's, it's really cool though. I like the translucent colors. I got the turquoise one, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really cool. The nib is really nice. I do like it. It's it's pretty it's pretty decent. But you didn't have the original one, right? Did I did. You, I did, did not. I did no. not have the original one. But I watched it, and I was like, "This remember your video? Remember we made fun of mm-hmm. it for an entire episode?" Yes, yes. I do remember the curious. Uh, was it the curious Kuridas yeah, or something like that? Yeah. yeah. I wish I wish I had one of the old ones so I can make fun of it with more knowledge of of what I'm making fun of. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. one is this one's pretty good. Like taking it apart, it's almost like it's less likely that the spring the spring is not going to go flying off, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Because the whole spring coming off, I can exactly see what you're talking about. You lose that spring, your pen is fucked. Oh yeah, big time. But the spring isn't designed to come off on this one. No, that's good. That's a that's an improvement, I would say for sure. Yeah. So that's definitely an improvement. They made some other changes. You got to talk to Bryce about it because you might need to yeah, update. Yeah, write that down. You might need to update your video. Do you have any solid? Well, I might have to. I I might have to update the the entire Goldspot inventory because if if Goldspot has the older or the newer, I don't know. Uh, being that I didn't know that the changes were being made, I was not made privy to that. Yeah. Uh, or whether or not they are in the process of being made, and we're just waiting for when stock could be like turned around because i would rather have the versions that are you know the the new and improved versions of course right because that's just better overall for everybody so so yeah i think that definitely listen i'm gonna you sent me an email it's total subject change because i'm i'm feeling particularly adhd this week i'm gonna i'm totally gonna make affiliate links on my content and stuff like that, particularly in the description of this podcast. Maybe not this episode because I didn't <laughs> fill out the form and stuff and I'm not going to this week because I'm lazy. But moving forward, I'm going to leave the affiliate link in the description below for the podcast, no matter where it is that you listen to podcasts. And I might retroactively put it in my videos. I don't know. It depends on how non-lazy i'm feeling i have a question though and the listeners are going to want to know if they utilize the affiliate link can they also use coupon code roy at checkout to score themselves extra savings so so just to give just to give a little bit more context of what roy's talking about because we're we were just discussing before recording that i had sent an email to roy about a a new affiliate program that uh goldspot is going to um be launching officially uh you know within the next like week or so we're just kind of getting some things tested out with it and just making sure that things work the way that it's supposed to work and um what basically this would be is for content creators influencers penfluencers if you will that you would be able to create a specific link that would be your particular referral link and if you let's say did reviews or uh have a blog um have a YouTube video or, or even like a, you know, social media account, like a TikTok or something like that. And you want to throw a link to a pen that was purchased on Goldspot, reviewed, whatever that you could put a link. It would go to, it would go to Goldspot and there would be credit given for the sale. Like, so there would be commission on each sale. So 
and that you'd be able to collect uh, it's like the threshold right now is like $50 so like if you get $50 worth of commissions you could get it then you know given to you as a PayPal payment right now but we could try to do some other things too like I said it's very new um, so I, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot, if there's going to be a lot of questions, you can always just feel free to ask them and, uh, be willing to, uh, you know, field those as, as we go along. But, um, uh, but basically it's not, it's not necessarily open to like everybody right now. Um, but like, we're kind of just starting with, of course, like, how could I not ask Roy as like one of the first people to try this out? It's like, uh, you kind of be, would have, would be offended. I think if, you weren't asked, dude. I'm offended you know. that I'm not offended you asked. I'm offended that you're making me fill out paperwork because you know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, how are you not gonna do that shit for me? Because you know, if you ask me to do it, it's gonna take me like six years in a day, right? There's one website form. That's it, dude. There's did no... you see the website form? It's got like four thousand fucking lines of shit that I gotta <laughs> fill out, right? Name, I got it. Address, got it. Then it's like. Do you have this social media? Do you have this social media? Put in this social media. Put in this website address. Put in this thing. Put in put in your your favorite color. Put in you, you, how many eye floaters you have. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? All these questions. What you are know your the t- answer were your to. top five favorite uh, <laughs> movies, and, and how many of them include Brendan Fraser? <laughs> no, but really, it's 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 cool. It's a cool concept, but I. I can't believe you're making me fill out paperwork. I don't want to fill it out. Yeah, sorry. You it's just can't you it's, do it it's meant me? to keep a barrier of entry so that the, the people who are really serious about it would Listen, enter. Listen, m- motherfucker, I am already inside. The barrier of entry <laughs> is behind me. That barrier, you're supposed to be doing it for me. That's what friends are for. But listen, hold on. Before I get into that, going back to the, the blue light glasses, I just want to say the reason I got them is because one of our listeners, our good friend Brandon – who gave us permission to use his name, wrote an email to us. And he had to be on computer screens for more than 15 hours a day. And the only reason he hasn't ruined his eyes is because he always wears computer glasses, the blue light filtering. So this is what prompted me to go ahead and click on the link that he put in the email to get it. However, his link was not an affiliate link. Just saying, since we're talking about affiliate links. And it's like... The, good good kind of incorporating the topics back together. I like right, that. Right, right. So yellow, he wrote he, a description. Clear lenses block the least blue light. Yellow lenses are a happy medium. They look like shooting glasses. And amber lenses block the most, but they may be too dark to use their computer. So mine is kind of just like yellowish. So it blocks... It advertises blocking mm-hmm. 65% of the blue light. Yeah. So, Brandon, thanks. Because of you, I actually got these. I think they yeah. look cool. They look like I said the Edith glasses from Spider Man: Far From Home. So I'm yeah, really... and I do have a pair. I have a pair of prescription glasses that I have with. They have blue light lenses on them. The only thing I don't like about them, and I'm sensitive to this because I do work with graphics and photography and things like that, mm. is that it does turn everything like a slight tint of like yellow. Yeah. Yeah, makes everything like super yellow and stuff like that. Yeah, so so that that bothers me because like if I'm looking at a picture, especially if the picture's on the screen, mm-hmm. if it's on the same screen that everybody else is gonna see, and I'm like looking at it and it looks like it's got a yellow tint to it, mm-hmm. and, and and then I start adjusting and color correcting because I'm like, no, that's it's too yellow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because of the glasses that it's turning yellow. So like whenever I would, if I had my glasses on, and I was working on let's say putting a post for instagram or i was like working on touching up a photo 
I would have to go remove move my glasses up or like take them off uh, take them off because like it would just be messing with my color perception yeah and the lenses are so yellow anything yellow is almost like invisible so like if somebody had a cup of urine in front of you it would just look like an empty cup yeah right it would just look like a cup of water so i think sure. they, they really need yeah and you might accidentally drink it because it's yellow you just think yeah. that it's water you definitely they this is this is very irresponsible of the glasses company who make blue light glasses that yeah. are yellow they need to put a disclaimer if you're wearing these and you look at glasses filled with fluid, make sure it's not urine by taking off the glasses because the yellow could make it look like water and then you might accidentally drink urine. I think that's, yes. that's a valid warning label that should go on. <laughs> I think that affects a lot more people than you think it does. Right. This has happened enough times where they're going to put a label. Before you drink, ensure that it's not urine while looking through these Glasses. This has happened primarily to people who are probably taking their own urine samples, like at a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. I could foresee that being the main issue right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Do you want to go through some emails? I noticed that you flagged a lot of emails. Dude, there's a lot of emails. It's great. I love it. I love, I love it. it. So let's go through the top. Let's start with, or actually, let's start with when's the last one. What do you mean, like the last as I mean, far as the most recent? Well, I mean the ones we didn't get to from last time. Well, I started the ones that we didn't get to from last time. Okay. Because today's the 7th, so anything from the 1st Right. Can I read this one considered. real quick? I want to talk about the one on the 1st, on March 1st. All right, Jacob writes, Hey, Penboy Roy and Tom. Because I normally listen to podcasts on Google Podcast app, there's no means for me to leave a comment on the episode, so I'll just write an email. A very good... A very good info on the injection molded versus acrylic versus celluloid versus ebonite, especially the celluloid. For someone like me, who normally doesn't have access to a brick-and-mortar store to see slash test the pen, it is really difficult to understand just from the looks of the pictures online. So more info to learn is always better. Also, I've been wondering for many episodes now in the podcast, (laughs) I quite regularly noted there's a sound like someone opening a soda can from time to time. I think it usually happens when Tom is talking. Is it PBR popping up a soda can or sparkling water? Or maybe fidgeting a vanishing point or something? Or maybe the audio sync clap thing? And then he marks it, episode 111, 3154. It's not bothering me or anything, just curious. Sorry for asking about such tiny details. So anyways, okay. Enjoying the podcast as always, even the fish talk part. Okay, Jacob, thank you for the email. Yes, so I am a huge fan of drinking sparkling water or seltzer water. So if you want the background story into that, I drink seltzer water every day. I think maybe I drink 12 cans of seltzer water every single day. And Damn. Yeah, so how it happened was this. So in 2017, January 1st, 2017, my New Year's resolution was not to drink beer anymore or any alcohol for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself, oh, well, what am I going to drink when I go out and hang out? Or what am I going to drink when I get home and want to relax? Mm-hmm. And someone suggested seltzer water, right? Okay. So now I just decided to stop drinking for health purposes and also focus purposes. I wasn't an alcoholic, or maybe I was, I don't know. But January 1st, I just, 2017, I just decided not to, and I replaced all my drinking with seltzer water. And I said, I'm going to try this out for six or seven months. So I did that, just seltzer water. Six or seven months go by, and I realized what I really enjoyed about drinking beer was just the bubbly cold beverage, 
not the actual alcohol. <laughs> really, no. And also, what I didn't like about drinking beer or any alcohol, for that matter, was when I drink, when I mm-hmm. used to drink, rather, I would end up looking like a burnt Dalmatian with, like, red patches all over my face. and f- oh. You know what I mean? So it was not a good look. And then also, when I used to drink, I, I wasn't probably the most, like, rational person when I drank. I don't so, think many people are. Yeah. Or but, either that or they don't, they're not perceiving themselves correctly. Right. So, yeah. It, so, like, I am not somebody who has a temper. And when I used to drink, I wouldn't, like, become temperamental or anything like that. But I would become a stupid fuck when I got when I drank. So that drinking habit, just playing video games and drinking, gone. Going out and having a beer, gone. I just don't drink after that. And then six and seven months went by, six or seven months went by, and I was like, huh, all right, so what should I do now? And I was just like, you know what? There is not a single part of me that misses drinking alcohol in any way, shape, or form. So I made it just a forever thing, a lifestyle choice. I'm just not going to drink ever again. And I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. So I always drink seltzer water. And yes, I'm always popping open seltzer water cans during this podcast because I get thirsty. And it's usually while Tom is talking. So that's very, that's very, very sharp of you to pick that up because when he gets the sense that I'm on a a little bit of like a talking thing where he could take like about 20 seconds, that's when it usually happens. Yes. It's like, oh, Tom's going to. Tom's gonna start jabbing away about something. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, 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 I do love it when you talk because it gives me time to drink my my seltzer water. Time give me time <laughs> to pee. Time to do so many so many things. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, and also I want to read one by our good friend Skater Cruz. She appreciated the therapeutic intro to one eleven. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You might not enjoy this episode then <laughs> because the intro was not therapeutic. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna give people a disclaimer. Instead of the sponsorship at the beginning, you know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. before we bring you in, I'm just going to give everybody yeah. a warning because this one I think we needed to talk about because people are shitting all over Banu and they're good people over at Banu. You know what I'm saying? So just I know that there's a lot of issues that we could address when it comes to this, but I only want to address the one that has to do with fountain pens. And just because I can't, I can't speak on everything else because I'm too fucking dumb to know about every other aspect of this. I can only talk about the fountain pen thing, all right? Yeah. Uh, yes. She wrote, I spend my time with you guys while scrolling sponsors, websites, and checking out n- new stuff in mini vacation. I remember when all of Maria's pens got stolen in 2019, including a Conklin that she just bought from me on a virtual pen show. It was the same day I won a Newton pen in an essay contest about the last time I laughed so hard I peed. That part is very interesting. Wow. <laughs> I have never laughed so hard I had to change my pants. Anyway, I put them in touch with each other to gift my win to Maria. That was really nice. I think that's a really kind thing to do. We have been pals ever since, and we never bring up the theft or the response to it. The fountain pen community at its best. We all have beautiful stories like this. Fan for life, Skater Cruise. Thank you, Skater Cruise. I appreciate that email address and then we got one from, oh no, that was just me sending the winner of the Narwhal giveaway. Did you know that he was I dip bananas and coffee? The guy who won, no. yeah, he's I dip bananas and coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that, but but I the, forgot. But yeah. The, yeah, the winner of the Narwhal Corridora Nautilus, the Narwhal Nautilus Corridora Piston Filler Fountain Pen, is I dip bananas and coffee 
on Instagram. Nice. Yeah, he just posted it. So <laughs> the next email, this one got me to laugh. It's also from my good friend Vanessa Langton. Is there a park nearby where you could bury Socrates? So he's still kicking, by the way. He's just, I don't know what's going on with him. He's in a hospice tank. That way you return him to the earth. That's, I know. That's a good idea. I'm, I'm actually, I was actually going to use a, a plant, a desk plant, but the more I look into it, the smell is going to, the decomposition smell is going to really, really stink up the office, and I don't want to put people through that. Yeah, but she also write, writes, by the way, the Viking funeral idea is genius, and if this yes. was to go down, you must film the entire process. I would accidentally light something on fire that shouldn't be on fire because, one, I don't know how to shoot a fucking bow and arrow. Two, I don't know how to shoot a fucking bow and arrow with a lit tip. And three, there's absolutely 0% chance, negative 10% chance, that if I did know how to shoot a bow and arrow, which I don't, that I would be able to just aim it up to shoot a fire arrow target to land right onto a little floating boat with a fish in it. So, Well, let's just say, hypothetically, you could figure out how to shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah. You could figure out how to shoot it with a lit tip. And that you might be accurate enough if we just gave you, let's say if we made the the, the thing that uh, Socrates would be floating on large enough that if you just hit anywhere on that target, it would light the whole entire like pallet right. of wood. I would up, need, you know, I would need a medieval siege weapon. I would need that thing that looks like a huge, like hundred foot tall spoon where they just go like loose and then they hit the lever. It's a, and it's a, just... That's a trebuchet. Is that what they call it? Yes. It like It's like a big spoon that throws a big rock on fire at castle walls mm. and stuff what's it called well it's a cat that's a catapult but catapult. we're saying like the trebuchet is the one where it kind of like loops around and it just kind of flings an arm that is it's like has a has like a rock like slung in it and it just can fling it all the way around oh i was thinking of the catapult i know what you're talking yeah. about that looks way too complicated i just need yeah something. but it would be also as awesome then if if any of this were to happen, if we were to, let's say, make those accommodations for it, that we would record the video and it should have some sort of really dramatic classical piece in the background music. And I want to know what, what piece of music should be in the background. Which piece of music would you pick for Socrates? Oh, at the background of as we're using yes. a, a, what'd you call it? A trebuchet? A catapult? Like we could use a trebuchet to launch a fiery fiery rock and it would hit the the barge or the the raft that you know socrates is laid out on in like with like flowers and everything all around socrates and like maybe like a really elaborate sort of like fish monument sculpture that would also be on there as well and it would be floating out into the hudson river and you would have to nail that barge with the trebuchet launch hmm and then the Perfectly. dramatic music would be the dramatic, the swell of dramatic music. The, the instruments, the brass instruments, the strings just come up, and you would just hear like the 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 drums just kind of like coming up from the back, and it would just be this giant swell of emotion. Everybody along the shoreline would just start to get all like hitched up in their throats, and they start like getting very like you know just dramatic and and very like so sad with the whole thing. I know what it would be. It would be the theme to Halo. The theme the, to Halo. Halo, the video game. If you played, so Nibby Quilter, who is back as Nibby Quilter on Instagram, love you, bro. He'll know what I'm talking about. He'll know what okay. it's the soundtrack. The soundtrack goes like this. Every time the intro to Halo comes on, it's. Hoo, 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 hoo. 
then there's a rock music that comes in. Dun, 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 dun. It's really cool. Maybe you have to experience <laughs> it. So anyway, that's what I would do to send off so crates. But Eric, our friend Eric also has a what you call it? An idea, an idea. for Socrates' internment, I suppose. Yeah, do you want to read this say. one? <clears throat> yes, sure. So Eric writes, Roy, I hope your eyes are getting better. I was the person who scared you about the retina issues. So are, are the eyes getting any better? Is it the floaters are still just no, floating? No, no, they're still pretty the bad. Are still floating. Okay. Um, but I have an idea regarding Socrates. Napoleon's favorite horse was captured by the British and kept. His skeleton is on display at the British Army Museum. Uh, Napoleon is at a place called Invalid Invalidus, right? Or something like that. Invalidus. Um, which is the, uh, the tomb of Napoleon. For some reason, they thought it would be a good idea to hang a replica of the horse skeleton over his tomb to celebrate the 200th anniversary of his death. Perhaps Socrates deserves some sort of similar tribute. So for this i think then we would have to consider where then you would be spending your final resting place and then perhaps suspending so crates above your tomb i see what you're doing there you're trying to get me but you're not it's not working <laughs> i think it's not out. working He's... all right I'll, I'll, we'll explain what i'm doing in a minute uh i would probably if i were entombed somewhere then it would so it's gonna be in a place See, I don't want to say with my wife because I want my wife to live forever and, and I and I don't wanna I don't wanna live past her. But it would we would be together and our cats would be above us. And I don't know if I can have all my fish above us because I got a lot of fish, man. Like listen, I have one yeah. tank. The tank behind me has like nine fish in it. It's it's <laughs> ten actually. No wait, hold on a second. I got eight Cardinal Tetras, a betta, and an auto sinkless catfish. So ten, yeah. So I'm not going to, you know how much work that is for whoever has to like, like hang them above us. They're going to be like this fucking ass. They would have to get like the skeleton and like fossilize a skeleton somehow, make that permanent. Yeah. And then like suspend them, like hang them above your grave site or wherever that you're going to be. Yes. And do that. I, I thought I like to kind of touch back on the idea that I had last week is like, is like have him just like you know in suspension like in your room and just kind of be like hanging from the ceiling mm. you know just kind of like like almost like as if it was uh, in my old room when i was in our old playroom as kids my dad used to make like model airplanes and we'd help out and like there'd be model world war ii airplanes in our playroom kind of hanging from the ceiling mm. like using like fishing line or whatever yeah so like that's what i'm imagining but with fish yes <laughs> No, it doesn't yeah. doesn't work for you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, the next one is. Oh, Anshul wrote us an email, a response. Yes, we didn't answer your question. More questions, send note, send them my way, man. You have a million more mm -hmm. questions you could ask. Ration them out, whatever you want to do, man. No pressure, but send them out. So he's like, I just listened to your podcast. And heard that you answered my questions. Thank you so much for taking the time to do so. Our pleasure. So your answers on the different materials were so interesting. And you're right for calling me out on labeling others as pretentious for experiencing something differently from me. Thank you. Did I call Did I like, Did I call him out? I don't remember calling him out. Well, not necessarily calling him out, but just saying that the idea 
for you know saying like something was pretentious i think there's just the way that it was worded or something mm -hmm. is like i just it was saying like uh i find that so i'm reading the original email it's like i find that when people say the smell feel temperature of certain materials are remarkably different i just roll my eyes at their pretentiousness so like saying oh, like people yeah. are pretentious for saying that's so i'm not and our our argument was that no, there's like really like a legit difference, but it's very subtle. It's not remarkably like it's not like, oh, my God, this is like, yeah. you know, 150 times better than one thing. But like it's something you notice when you've had a lot of experience handling different types of pens mm -hmm. that you'd be like, oh, this is ebonite. Oh, this is celluloid. Oh, this is acrylic. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd be able to fairly easily be able well when you have the experience of it so right, right. it's not necessarily that's why he was saying like about the but we didn't necessarily say oh he's being pretentious no or, or I, I, I didn't realize yeah. i called so, him out or so if you felt yeah. like i called you out i apologize i wasn't i was just yeah anyway but i do appreciate the invitation you see the invitation <laughs> he you know he's guy dude's been using fountain pens since he was nine or ten i love it and now you know if i'm ever in the area yes i'm gonna stop by for coffee on it i'll You'll recognize me because I don't know what you look like. So make sure you're like, hey, Roy, over here. Here's your coffee. And silly names and Visconti comes up. I like it. So he recently bought a Visconti Opera Elements Air, which is brown. I don't understand why they didn't call it Earth or something else elemental sounding. It's brown air. Brown it's... air, yeah. I mean, I guess it's yeah. real, depending on where you are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it so. certainly could be. Certainly could be some brown air coming somewhere. <laughs> yes. And then we have one from Gloria. So uh, she ends her, I don't know if I should read this one. What do you think, Tom? So uh, she writes. Well, uh, we could read, we could read this. This is, this has got a very deep topic. I don't know if it could be covered in the matter of uh, we're at like the, the hour mark right now. So no, but I want to throw it out there for anybody else because this is actually, it's a hypothetical situation. It's like a writing prompt. It, kind it's, of it is kind of like a writing prompt. And this why, that's why this one interests me. She writes, hey, pen homies, a question if you have a minute. What would you want to see if you knew you might go blind years from now? And then she says, you know, she's, she's got her own situation going on. She writes, happy March. What's your favorite green slash St. Patrick's Day influence ink? Hear you later, Gloria. Okay, Gloria, thank you for the email. So what would I want to see if I might be going blind years from now? So, gee, I kept coming up with I, like the only thing the only thing that I could think of and this goes in alignment with a kind of like a bucket list sort of thing that I have is I'd want to see the curvature of the earth from outer space. Well, so and, but that's cool. You can do that on an, you know, Apple iPhone 3, <laughs> 3GS, right? Because this wallpaper was that. Me, my, I have more questions. In order to answer this, I need more elaboration. Like, is it the last thing I'm going to see that's going to be singed in my mind forever? Because if that's the case, it would have to be my wife's face. But if, Well, you've seen your wife's face, though. I know, but if, like, it's, you the know what that looks but if like. it's the last thing I'm going to see... And it's gonna I don't be... think it's necessarily like the last thing. I think it's like something new that you haven't seen before that you would want to okay, see. Okay, so that's why experience. I was asking. So is it, is it something I've never seen before? And yeah. it's like I'll never get to experience it or anything like that? I can't, you know, I just, I didn't contemplate that angle of it. But I guess mm -hmm. 
if oh I know what it is. If I knew I was gonna give you line and I wanna see something, I wanna see a clean shaven head on Tom with a full beard. <laughs> but I wanna see Tom with a bald beard look. That's what I wanna see. Done deal. Yeah. You bring your make your dreams come true, right? Roy. Actually the truth is the truth is probably probably have has more to do with Elizabeth Hurley than you being bald. Ah, right? okay. So, but no, I don't want to offend anybody, so I'm not going to totally elaborate <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure you could figure that one out. But mm. this part of the email, I don't know if I can re- read it out loud, but good luck to you, Gloria. My prayers are with you, and I wish you the best. I'm in this. I'm kind of in the same boat. So, what about uh, the St. Patrick's Day Inc.? What do you do? You have any uh, dude, thoughts about that, dude? I gotta tell you. The green ink that I like the most is the green ink I'm using the most, and that is Visconti Green because it has almost a very dark turquoisey red sheen to it, and I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that it's not waterproof, though. Oh, yeah, you and your waterproofness. It's important to me, man. It's important to me. I got fish tanks everywhere, son. I reach in, and I'll move yeah. a piece. There's remo- a lot of water splash yeah. around all over the place there. I remove a like a floating dead piece of plant, and I throw it in the garbage. My hands are a little damp, and then I'm touching my notebook, and I don't want a green smear, motherfucker. I want that shit to be on the paper and stay on the paper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of coffee today. I don't know if you can tell. I certainly had a lot no, of coffee. No, I can't really. No. Uh, so, no. Yeah, no I, w- way. I woke up extra <laughs> early because I had to go to physical therapy for my shoulder. Mm-hmm. yeah so but you had the day off though right yeah 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 so i mean but you know what i'm saying like i'm like i'm like a little wired so, okay anyway i got you that's uh that's it for listen if you have things to say please reach out to us good bad or ugly <laughs> i want to hear <laughs> from you guys it's going to be pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com, pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com. And I want to announce something else, too. Guess who's an LLC now? Tom? This guy. This guy right here, yeah. So so the LLC He's is... He's got two thumbs. Right. <laughs> this the, the LLC is called the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Studios. So I've made myself yeah. an LLC... It's official, so feel free to send all of your lawsuits to the Penboy Roy Entertainment Studios. <laughs> yeah, you'll get about $2 in assets if you win any lawsuit, right? So you can stop calling for Tom to get fired. If I piss you off, you can actually come after me now, right? Hashtag Sue Roy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still think hashtag fire Tom is the best hashtag ever. But we yes. know we do. Need... I've been getting I've been getting a fair amount of higher toms like in. Uh, I know we're turning it around. Too. Yeah. Turning it around. Yeah. I like it. That's how people yeah. people got your back, son. People have your back. Yeah. Apparently, I haven't been like bad enough in order to get the fire tom thing going again. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can we announce yeah. that thing that you got coming out soon? No, not not right now because uh, we just we're just still waiting on stuff to you know happen with that so we'll 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 talk about it probably in the next couple of weeks i think can i ask so. you something no really quick before <laughs> we sign off and the reason okay. why i ask is so in like the movie industry the video game industry when something new is coming out they want to avoid spoilers so like when they were coming out with the new spider-man what was i forgot the name of the 
the new Spider-Man, the subtitle, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie. It wasn't Far From Home. It was No Way Home. So, no Way Home. Yeah, so the new Spider-Man, No Way Home, there was a lot of secrecy because they didn't want to spoil the fact that, you know, for anybody who didn't watch it, plug your ears for the next 10 seconds. <laughs> Starting now. Oh, you didn't watch it. You took the headphones out. Okay, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, okay, so I'm not gonna say what I what I will say is <laughs> I took out my yeah. I took out my earbuds. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, so basically, there was a lot of secrecy associated with the movie because they didn't want to online spoilers and stuff like that. Video games are the same way. Video games have a tight release date. Distributors are really tight about it. You can't even like post story elements about the video game and stuff like that. I get that. But why the need for such secrecy over a pen before it comes out? Like, for example, let's say you have an exclusive uh, Monte Monteverde tool pen coming out, which you don't. For anybody listening, it was sitting next to me, and that's why I pulled it up. Tom is very proud about the exclusive coming up, and it's not a Monteverde tool pen. I'm just using that as an example, right? If it was an exclusive Monteverde tool pen, he wouldn't be proud. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> tool pens are cool, I guess. But anyway. <laughs> Let's say you had an exclusive Monteverdi toolpen coming up, right? You already have the exclusive. You already have everything made. It's it, it's not like a spoiler. It's not like a movie or a video game, right? Like Esterbrook is the same way. They're like, oh, don't talk about it or show pictures of it until this time. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. People comply. But why this need for secrecy? From a retailer's perspective, why the absolute need for secrecy as if it's going to spoil a movie? You know what I mean? I, I I get it, but the the so the thing is, it's mostly about. I believe it's about like availability. It's not necessarily about like keeping a secret, but it's just about like, well, you know, we let's say we have the assets for the item, like we have like as far as the digital assets, like we have a picture of it, we have the price, we have the description, everything's ready to go, but the product is just is on its way, and we all know over the last two years, how unpredictable shipping can be and how many delays have pushed back things like weeks, if not months. So in certain cases, if the actual delivery is rather nebulous and we're not sure as to like, we don't want to keep people like, or at least like that's at least our gold spot's MO is not to keep people like strung along to say like, Oh, well it's coming, it's coming, it's coming because not only does that kind of start to erode the trust between like the consumer who is like all about instant gratifications, like just want to, Oh, new pen that just came out. It's available today. Great. It's shipping today. I'll have it in my uh, mailbox in two days or three days or whatever. And that's a, and that's, but that's what, you know, that's what the expectations that you would want to have that high expectation going forward. You don't want to be like, oh, well, we have this new exclusive Leonardo and, you know, it'll get here when it gets here. Because not only does that like kind of just tease people unnecessarily, but then it also creates a lot of customer service related communications, okay. like a, an excessive amount of them, because it's okay. always like, when is it coming? Could I be put down on a pre-order? Could you hold one aside for me? Could you put the... So it's just like so many more. Instead of just being like, here it is, everybody. Go ahead and order it. And then, you know, we'll ship today. You know, there's a lot more of that stuff that goes on, you know, if, if you kind of like just announce it and then here it is 
for weeks until it becomes available. But wouldn't you say – But okay, so two questions. First question is wouldn't you say that it would behoove the buyer if they had time to prepare to buy something? For example, I'll get like an email notification that a new pen came out, and I'm like I wasn't prepared to spend that kind of money or I wasn't prepared to buy anything this week. I wish I had known about it before. Now – it's going to be on a rush on its way out, and I just don't have the ability to buy it, right? There's that. And secondly, mm-hmm. I understand the case of like, oh, maybe Sailor is shipping something, and there was like a hurricane, in the, and then the ship that was shipping it and the shipping containers had to turn back. Or maybe weather was bad and the plane had to go back. Who knows, right? So there's too many things. I get that. What about in the case of a distributor like Kenro Industries who – sent out all the products to retailers. The retailers already have it, right? Mm -hmm. And they can't even mention on social media that they have it. They can't even mention that it's going to be available. They have to Mm -hmm. wait until midnight of that date. You know what I yeah. mean? What is- well, that's that's more for like a coordinated effort. Um, that's uh, that's different outside of our discussion about it being exclusive, because oh. when you have it, when you have a distributor working with lots of retailers, including international retailers, they want to have it be a fair playing ground so that one person doesn't announce that it's available or release it before everybody else does. Because the internet is very much like first person in wins. So if you have a an initial exclusive ability to sell it you're going to get all the initial flood of sales and that may be that may would be very unfair especially if they treat retailers differently and they'd be like oh well you know high volume retailer we're going to give them the advance head start on it before everybody else or not necessarily intentionally give it to them but by like sending them the product beforehand to photograph or the or they they're closer in proximity to the distributor so they get their shipment first then it's not it's not as fair because then they have a leg up on everybody else and then everybody else is just the, all the customers are going to necessarily just go to a few bundle retailers and then that will will not sit right with the other retailers that were waiting for their product and then when they finally get it and they launch it they they can't really sell it as well because that initial like surge of interest had already passed on by okay. and like those buyers are are now gone but like but like uh what you know, Twisby does that as well because Twisby has a very high demand, especially for all of their new releases. They they have a very strict guideline as far as like you can announce it this day. You're allowed to take pre-orders this day. You're not allowed to ship this item until this day. Okay. That's that was even like to an extra extreme. It's like you have the product, customers know and can order it, but yet you can't ship it until this day okay so it's which really, is like that's an extra level it's really to to protect the retailers who are investing in it so that way everything's an even playing this, field to keep a level playing field right mostly, okay yeah. that's fair i understand that now there's also yeah. murmur out there from end users and i can understand why they're murmuring the way they murmur that it's all murmur. a marketing ploy so they'll okay. do it and then everything will launch at midnight at exactly the same time by everybody and I've seen influencers get a lot of flack for being part of it because end users are perceiving it as a marketing ploy by the brand and Mm -hmm. influencers partaking in it is kind of, I guess, buying into it. How much of the even playing field behavior by controlling down to the minute the release of a pen 
is motivated by marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in terms of it, it, it's, I think marketing strategy is more of a byproduct and a benefit of of the of the fairness tactic. Because I, I could even say this, I could attest this with Retro Fifty One, especially, is that when they have the poppers introduced and they're basically rationing out the poppers to all the retailers because let's say it's a really popular one like the sleepy hollow from october and everybody wants a crazy number of them and they're basically like no you can't have you know several hundred like i can only give you like 100 that's it you know like i could give you 50 out of the 400 that you asked for so they're really like you know, rationing it out so that everybody who's who's a current standing retro dealer could have a piece of that launch. And and that like it's not fair and it wouldn't and it would be fair enough so that if anybody that did participate in it would have the same opportunity to sell to the same group of customers at the same time. And then that way it's not like, oh, well, you know, anybody who's close to Texas, like, let's say, um, Little Rock, Arkansas, with with Vaness, like Vaness would get their shipment first. It's not fair, you know, for them to get it first. Oh, they could get it, they could open it up, and they could put it on their website the same day, you know. Whereas like a retailer that's on the coast, like us or a Gold Spot, you know, would get it then like three days after it ships, and you know, already that initial like flood of orders ends up going to other retailers that get it beforehand. So that's more, that's more of the concern, especially when it comes to highly sought after limited editions Um, for when it comes to like an edition, that's not going to like be an instant sellout. Like let's say like an SD release, um, which I mean, some of them can be like the, the, the diamond cast ones are really popular and then those tend to, you know, turn over pretty quickly. Right. Um, But they, but you know, it's, it's more, it, it, it does, there is that byproduct of that, flood of information especially when it comes from influencers as well uh because you don't really see that so much with retro with retro it's just all the dealers just announce it all at the same time well that's because here's a new edition that's because physical stock retro doesn't have the ability to give to you know send out pens to influencers and stuff like that but the reason why i brought it up is because i remember when the jr paradise was released by esterbrook i remember Mm -hmm. it was they sent me one they sent vanessa one they sent a whole bunch of people one and they were like, don't launch any posts until this date at this time. And I was like, I remember thinking to myself, well, I'm going to just wait till the day after because, you know, everybody's going to be and their mother's going to be launching it at exactly the same time. And I'm just going to wait until the day right. after because, two, it gives me the reason to procrastinate. And three, <laughs> it's just it's just I honestly didn't want to throw my name in the hat of a hundred different posts, the same thing. Right. And I, I felt that people would feel like they're just getting it shoved down their throat at that point. And I was right in thinking that that's how people are going to feel because several people made that comment that they did not appreciate having a sudden influx of everybody and their mother posting about the JR. Right. Yeah, and what's really there was like a manufactured hype train, right? Basically, but the thing is, though, saying. my question, which you answered, was was that manufactured hype train done intentionally for the sake of marketing, or is it just because Kenro and Brian Holster is very meticulous when it comes to evening the playing field for everybody? So my now that you answered it, it's because 
Brian is very organized and he's very particular about how things are launched so that way one retailer doesn't have an advantage over the other and it's it's fair. But what it ends mm-hmm. up looking like to people who don't know the ins of the business is that they're really just cramming shit down people's throat and it's an advertising and marketing ploy. And I'm glad that we talked about it because it's not the case really. It's not. It just looks that way. Well, I mean – well, it, like there's a certain there's a certain subtlety that's involved in that the retro fifty one case. There's no influencers involved mm-hmm. with with the case for Estabrook is that there are influencers involved mm-hmm. and they do ship the pens out to influencers beforehand to, so that they could have the the coordinated launch along with the retailers having it available too. So so there is so uh, you know when it comes to marketing that the the idea of sending it to influencers to market it at the same day that it is being launched is is marketing that's just what it is Mm -hmm. like it's you know is it is it cheap or is it like too much that's more subjective like that's up to anybody else's taste i mean because each person can follow you know you could have your your different people in the pen community that you follow and you don't necessarily follow everybody i know you and i follow pretty much everybody that's in the pen community mm-hmm. like we follow lots and lots of lots of people and if if an, if, a, if an event comes out where there is a launch of a product and you know all of the influencers that we know get it and they're they're launching all at the same time it just does look like a flood but to to somebody who just say follows just vanessa or just you or you know, uh, anybody else uh, like Figboot or something and doesn't follow like 17 other pen accounts, then it's just it's like, oh, well, look at this new pen. You know, like they don't realize that it's everywhere else. It just happens to be, you know, that one person that they follow. Mm. Um, you know, so it does to us. Yeah, to us and people who are really into fountain pens, it looks like a massive flood of people talking about the same thing at the same time. But it may not look like that to other people. Gotcha. But you know, no, it's it, it it is it is marketing though. That's that's just you know, it's textbook. Like, well, it's not textbook. It's more modern style marketing. But um, it, it, you know, it's it's worked out. I think so far for Estabrook and the positive that their releases get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. So you know, could you argue with it? Just like well, just like with anything else, with any ad that you see on TV, sure you could argue against the merits of it, but. You know, it's it it works so right, and they're definitely good at their job over there at Kenro Industries. So you know, mm-hmm. but okay. Well, thank you for answering my question. Yeah. I want to just show you the magic trick that I learned. Have you ever done this before? <laughs> I, no, and I've seen I've seen you playing around with that way too much this episode. So where I, you're trying to I take suction a, the converter to your skin. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what I discovered was like I I can do magic with a converter. So basically, I just take a converter and I actuate the pish, piston all the way to the front position so that way like it's completely emptied then i put my finger over the nipple of the converter and then i bring the piston all the way back to its starting position and then the air vacuum keeps the converter to my finger and it's like defying gravity i did it on my lip earlier while you were talking and trying to distract you and it worked it worked because you said oh i'm not getting distracted by what you're doing uh but you admitting that just means that you got distracted. <laughs> yeah. But listen, it's late. We went on for a, a good minute. So listen. Yeah. For everybody who has feelings about the beginning of this episode, I 
I hope that we can work them out together. If you want to write me an angry email, you go ahead and do that. You express all your feelings. Just make sure that you let me know if you want me to read it or not. If you want, if you want to tell me to go fuck myself and want me to read it, please explain that. If you tell me to shove a cactus up my ass and you don't want me to read it, please explain that to me and then I won't read it. I will respect your wishes. But please, however you're feeling, you know, it's just a, it's tough nowadays. If you need to express how you feel to me, I don't care what you have to say, will not offend me. You sell, you tell me whatever it is that you need to get off your chest. You do it at pentertainmentpodcastgmail.com. I'll be here to read it. And if you want me to read it out loud, indicate. If you don't want me to read it out loud, indicate. But we're here for you. Whatever you got going on, if, if you need to talk about it, let's do it. Read, you know, send me an email. I want to hear from you guys. If you have pen questions, if you have Banu questions, if you have questions about fish keeping, if you have questions about the ketogenic diet, if you have questions about beta-hydroxybutyrate or anything like that, you let me know, pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com. And stay tuned in the future. Uh, stay, keep your eyes peeled in the description below of future episodes of the Pentertainment Podcast and future videos on the Penboy Roy Fountain Pen Review channel for affiliate links to Goldspot Pens at goldspot.com. And of course, after clicking on the affiliate links, and if you do use the affiliate links, you're definitely helping me out because it'll be making me some money and I'll be able to fund more fun stuff like this, get more guests on and stuff like that. So yeah, I was talking to, speaking of guests, I was talking to Bryce. We're thinking about getting, at some point, getting Alex and Kate on the show. Alex and Kate from Bennu. Because oh. I think I think okay. it wouldn't hurt to give them a platform to talk about their experience. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do that. But, you know, stuff like that costs money. And clicking on the affiliate link at Goldspot for Goldspot Pens would help. And also using coupon code ROY at checkout would help. And buying stuff from luxury brands like Platinum or Noodler's Inks, Colorverse Inks, Nebula Notebooks, Joya Pens, Waldman Pens. Well, it all helps. But the affiliate link that's gonna you'll be seeing shortly is actually going to help me in particular. So that's the most important thing. Fuck everything else. Let me just start that over. Click the affiliate link because it helps me the most. No, I'm just fucking around. But listen, thank you guys for listening. Hang in there. Love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay big.